Um, my name is Tim Marriott, and I'm very proud to have played the part of Gavin Featherly, um, who rose to the great heights of being uh, deputy manager at the uh, Whitbury Newtown Leisure Centre alongside Gordon Brittis. <laughs> well, that's a good story. I, um, uh, I've been seen for a couple of other things um, at the BBC uh, sitcoms that I got quite close to without quite getting over the line. And uh, I got suggested by another producer to Mike Stevens, our director and producer, who called me in for an interview for this, um, this small part, but a running character in, in the sitcom. And uh, I thought the interview went absolutely terribly. <laughs> it was awful. Um, uh, and uh, even had a laugh about it with Mike about how terribly I'd, I'd, I'd read for it. And and, uh, and in those days, we didn't have mobile phones. So I went out to a, a phone box in the road outside television centre, which took me a couple of minutes to get down, you know, from the fifth floor or whatever it was, down to reception and then over the road to the telephone box. Phoned my agents and said, thank you so much for getting me in to see that. And I don't, don't count the chickens. <laughs> don't think I've got, I've got that one. I think I hope in hell of getting that. And, um, and she replied with, oh, well, that's interesting because he's already rung off the part. <laughs> so I don't quite know how it happened, but, uh, but it did. And I'm very glad that it did because it ran for, as you, as you mentioned, a long, long time. And I was in every episode for, for seven years. And then it was, uh, it was a joy to do. And it was a, a joy to work alongside people like Harriet and, and Russell and, and Jill and Julian and, and Pippa and, and, and Harriet and, 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 of course, Chris. Um, and Julia, it was fantastic to work with Mike. It was fantastic, all, all those people to, to work alongside them was, was fantastic. And to be part of such a successful show was, was great. Uh, seems a long time ago now. <laughs> I'm glad it's still remembered. Uh, yeah, we, um, all the locations were, well, the leisure centre itself was in Ringwood in Hampshire. And uh, Mike used to be very funny about it, our, our uh, producer. He used to say it was our three-week holiday every year. We'd go down there and and, uh, and spend three weeks filming down there. And the first uh, year we filmed, we stayed in um, uh, a, a, what I think was a travel lodge or something like that on the Ringwood roundabout, which wasn't, wasn't particularly exciting. Uh, but then after that, after the show became a little bit more... Uh, successful. We were we were very kindly put up at I think it was called the Royal Norfolk Hotel in Bournemouth itself, and it really did feel like a working holiday. It was fantastic to go down there in September each year and spend three weeks down there. So it was all in and around Bournemouth and Ringwood, and the leisure centre itself was Ringwood Leisure Centre. Yes, so that's correct. The um, each week, uh, what we would do is is the routine was we would go down to Bournemouth and do our location filming uh, for about three weeks in September, and then we would come in uh, to um, rehearsal studios in. North Acton and then once a week we would come in and it would be like doing live theatre uh, once a week we would do the interior scenes all in a studio and television centre in Shepherd's Bush um, in front of a live audience so it really was like the old style what they used to call weekly rep of coming and doing a new show every week it's quite hairy actually quite scary um, but enormous fun to do and of course you get that you get that live experience of having a live audience there of of what works and what doesn't, and what's what's funny and what isn't, and what needs tweaking and what doesn't. It was it was great to have to be able to do that. And I'm not sure that every show nowadays has that opportunity, but um, but we did. It was real old school stuff. But um, it rehearsed at BBC Studios, uh, recorded in BBC Studios, uh, all by BBC staff. I mean nowadays things tend to get franchised out or whatever, and get it farmed out to uh, to other production companies. But we were all in-house, um, and that was terrific. And, and to be able to go up to the staff bar afterwards and go, oh, got away with that one <laughs> another week, um, was great. It was, a, it was a real, really nice rhythm to be in for about three months of each year. It was for, for seven years. It was fantastic to do that. Well, as, as 
I'm sure everybody watching this will know I was one half of Tim and Gavin. Um, and uh, at the time, I, I really don't think we appreciated uh, Russell, who played Tim um, and myself, perhaps appreciated how groundbreaking that was uh, to be part of a, a, an openly gay couple on primetime television. Uh, I think possibly the first, certainly the first within a sitcom. Um, and for the humour of it not to be derived from um, prancing around being camp, but the humour derived from from um, British not getting what we were about and who we were, um, and and that was uh, looking back at it, that was that was really fantastic to be a part of that and and to work with Russell, who uh, to this day I, I'm tremendously fond of Russell. He's a, he's a a fantastic um, actor and a fantastic person to 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 know. Um, uh, he's a lovely, lovely, lovely man, and uh, it was great to to work alongside him in that role. And uh, as it developed, um, once the initial joke had, had, had passed, you know, we were allowed to, to, to build on those characters and, and, and I became uh, the more ambitious of the two, uh, which he really resented because he was kind of like, almost like the union rep, you know, uh, uh, very anti-British, whereas I was trying to climb the greasy pole of advancement and, and, uh, uh, and eventually they, they, the, uh, the programme allowed me to put on long trousers for series six and seven as I, as, as I, as I became an assistant manager. And, uh, and I think, uh, if I remember right, the later episodes, uh, Tim ended up running the, the, being a chef in the kitchens. And, 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 and uh, there's a fantastic episode of, that some people might have seen, uh, the Christmas episode, where it fast, fast forwards into the future. And um, really, really opposite of the moment. Moment. So I'm playing this rather ghastly politician going around um, uh, campaigning for, for, for re-election and he's now a famous TV chef and, uh, and there's a nice, really nice scene at the beginning of the episode where we're bickering between the two of us um, and it's, uh, it's, it, 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 it was really wonderful to be able to develop the characters in that way and have that, and have that relationship, that kind of um, loving but bickering relationship. Uh, played out on. I, I, it, uh, it would have been great to have done more with that, you know, to those two characters and taken them into another setting perhaps and done more with them. Um, as I said at the time, I don't think we appreciated how really fortunate we were with the, with the whole programme actually, um, an incredible opportunity for all of us to be involved in, in a show that I think peaked at about 13 million viewers at one point. Um, it had tremendous uh, following and uh, a, a huge success with it and um, we were all very young at the time, and, and I think we all probably thought that we were going to go on to even bigger and better things. And and actually, that was that was instead of what we should have done is just really enjoy the moment and get the most. Certainly, speaking for myself, I, I think there, um, I I, uh, I I look back at it now as a, a really golden time. It was, uh, and I wish that I'd, uh, I, with hindsight, you know, had appreciated it more at the time. Well, you get you get quite close to people. It's it's really strange because you 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 come in and for two three months of the year your closest buddies and closest friends and, and all tied together. And then you all go off and do your other things for nine months of the year and don't really necessarily get to see each other. Um, so, and then we, it was lovely sort of coming back together again for each series. And then, and, and then you know, we'd be, we'd be, I mean, the old saying, the old cliche is we were like a family, so, you know, um, uh, a loving family some of the time, a bickering family some of the time. Um, but, but generally speaking, at heart, we were all, dedicated to the to the show itself to what we were doing and and uh, and I think that showed there was a lot of camaraderie between the characters um and and between us as as, as individuals and uh, you know you look at what some of those people have done and, and, and some of the cast have done and, and and things that they've been in and you know it was it was it was tremendous to be to be working with them you know 
the wonderful Harriet Thorpe, who is in Abfab, and, and, and Pippa, who went on to Green Wing, and, and lots and lots and lots of other stuff, and, and Judy Flynn, who's done lots of stuff. I mean, really, really great to work with those people. And um, yeah, and and, and, and as I say, Russell, I, I've seen a, a bit of since. We've caught up with each other in recent years. Um, I was doing a stage show in London recently, and the first person to come and see me and 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 uh, and to be very kind about it and buy me a drink after the show was Russell, and and and, and that's that's fantastic. He's a lovely chap. In favorite character to play? Um, oh gosh, I don't know. Um, I, I quite liked playing Gavin. <laughs> I was very happy playing Gavin. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I hadn't really thought about that. What an interesting question. Um, I'm not sure I'd have wanted to play Colin very much. I'm not sure I wanted to would, would put on the pussy spots and, and and all the rest of it. I don't think I'd have been very good playing any of the female roles. It would be interesting putting on <laughs> putting on the costume for that. Um, uh, British himself, I think that's iconic, and only Chris could play that. Uh, so I, th I, th I don't think there is another character I, c I could have played or, or would have wanted to play. Uh, um, Gavin was spot on for me, and uh, uh, and uh, you know that relationship with Tim was was brilliant and something to be very proud of, and and something I will, always will be proud of. Oh goodness, you're really pushing me. Um, uh, my favourite character. Uh, do you know what I? I loved. Um, Jill Greenacre, who played Linda, uh, was always so bubbly and, and lovely um, uh, and, and, and positive on set, in character, out of character. Um, she, she was uh, she, she's lovely. I mean, I've talked about Russell quite a lot. He played Tim. Uh, Mike was brilliant, playing Mike Burns, play, playing Colin. Uh, and of course, Harriet. I mean, the, how could you ever forget Carol with a, with a baby in the drawer? She was, she's, um, and she is to this day, she is a wonderfully generous, wholehearted, um, performer and person. And, uh, uh, uh yeah, so, uh, yeah. The, and, I mean, all of them, they're all, all terrific. Pippa Hayward as the, as the mad Mrs. Britis, uh, tremendous, uh, really. Um, yeah, they're, they're all favourites. Sorry to be <laughs> a bit of a cliche there, but they're, they're, they're genuinely speaking, they're, 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 all, they're all so different too. I mean, every, every, all the characters are so different. I think that's, uh, and, and, and all the people within it, you know, the people playing those roles were all so different. It was, uh, it, it was a, a real mixture and, and, um, and, and the better for it, I think. Yeah, um, no, I do remember that one. Yes, uh, that was fantastic because, as you say, it was it was uh, it, you could you could say very kindly it was all about me. The title of the of, of the episode was all about me, but I wasn't in it for for most of the episode <laughs> because the episode was about me being R.I.P. Um, having disappeared, uh, and uh, it was more of a showcase really for Russell because he was bereft and distraught as you would be, you know, thinking that his his partner had disappeared. Um, so it was a, a fantastic episode for, for him too. I think what I remember most about that, I remember Mike Burns as Colin standing over the grave, like a, a spaghetti Western moment, chewing a cheroot saying, goodbye, my friend. And, um, uh, and that was a cracking moment. And then he, he hacks the, 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 um, the, the water main and the, and the coffin spuds up in the air at the end of the episode. Um, I, I, th I thought that was a, a very clever episode and a very funny episode. Uh, I don't remember it as being as late in the series as that, but uh, 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 yeah, it was, um, it's, it's an, a real honor to have an episode named after my character, uh, even though I wasn't in half of it. Uh, I remember I remember that the reason why uh, they all thought I was gone was because 
uh, I was distraught about a copyright, some sort of copyright deal about a, uh, a, a tape that I had that I'd illegally recorded and British were going to get me into terrible trouble over copyright. And so I was so depressed that I, I went for a swim in the sea and, and I had to get onto this um, inflatable boat powered by potatoes that, that uh, Colin had invented. Uh, and it storms off, off the beach at great speed with me clinging onto it. And I remember that was a really cold day. <laughs> <laughs> and the sea was blooming cold and and the whole thing felt felt pretty bloody scary because actually what they did was they, they towed the raft off the beach and it did go off and, and a hell of a lick and I, when when you see me hanging on to that rope for dear life i was hanging on to that rope for dear life i did not want to get thrown overboard um that's a cracking episode to make and as and i'm glad glad you remember it thank you for that uh yeah, do you know, I think some of the early ones were were, were very, very clever. Um, I remember being, I think in series one, being harpooned to a to a door, having a spear through my arm. Um, uh, you know, who would have thought of of running around a, a leisure centre with a harpoon and spears and and all sorts of and really bizarre things happened um, in some of those episodes. Obviously, the big explosion episodes where I think a couple of times managed to blow up the, the whole centre. That was a, a wonderful to watch the special effects team making those episodes, actually blowing up a, a building on an industrial site was uh, was, was incredible. Uh, there was a scene where um, British manages to get uh, a World Peace Day, um, he manages to electrocute the whole the whole crowd. Uh, uh, that was that was cracking. I think probably the favourite moment um, would be when the the water tank lands on Britus at the end of the last. Uh, I think it's the last episode of series five, and he gets crushed on this huge water tank. Why did we laugh? I mean, it's just I don't know. Um, but that was uh, very cleverly done, and uh, and a wonderful episode to be a part of. And in terms of my character, I think there's a uh, as a scene um, as a an episode which is very popular with uh, fans of the program. I can't remember what what the what the the title of the episode is, but it's a uh, it's when uh, a girlfriend uh, of Gavin's from his past, um, when he was trying to do the right thing, um, uh, as he saw it at the time, um, to, comes back and turns out to be a mad arsonist. Um, and that was a I remember that was a very popular episode and great fun to do. And 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 I wish I could remember the name of the actress who who, who played that role. who was very very good. Uh, that was that was good fun too. Uh, but so many moments, it's hard to choose. Uh, I mean, well, it was great because, I mean, he was very much captain of the ship. He was very much captain of the ship on screen and captain of the ship off screen. And the thing is, off screen, he was a little bit better at it than he was on screen. Now, um, uh, I got on very well with Chris. He was, uh, uh, obviously, I, again, looking at, I keep talking about appreciation. You know, looking back at it, I probably... Uh, uh, didn't appreciate just how much he was carrying, how much of the show was on his shoulders, and uh, and and you know, older and wiser now looking back at that, I think uh, what tremendous pressure that must have been. But he it, it never showed, you know. He was he was always on top of it. I mean, just silly little things like learning the lines every week. You know, he was absolutely brilliant at that. Um, and if you ever did get it wrong, the the blooper reels uh, uh, of his were were second to none. Uh, <laughs> He's such a, a talented and gifted comedian. And the way he go off into different characters, of course, he used to do um, a spitting image. He used to do the voice of spitting image. So he's, he's very good at taking everybody off. 
Um, so if 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 he ever anything did go wrong, he was brilliant at reducing everybody to to fits of laughter. Um, that's just a really good way of relaxing everybody. As I say, we were doing these these weekly rep type shows every week, which obviously created you know there's a bit of tension around when you're if people are a bit nervous about that. He was very good at relaxing everybody and making everybody feel, even if he didn't feel it himself, that he was totally on top of it. Um, so I say he was a very good captain of the ship. Yes, I have. Lots of memories of working on the set of the <laughs> um, uh, I, I think, uh, oh, I don't know what particularly stands out. I think just really the uh, the the friendship of of, of the cast um, and, and that feeling of being part of that team, and not just the cast, the the the, the cast and crew. I think it was um, in many ways an extraordinary show to work on. I've worked on many, many, many shows since, and I don't think there's been that sense of camaraderie between crew and cast on any show that I've been on, like there was with us. The crew were very much part of, by the crew, I mean the technical staff, very much part of what we we, we were about. Um, because so much, of course, was was reliant on them, because a lot of special effects um, in, this, in, in the 1990s, things weren't perhaps quite as easy to do then as they are now. Uh, and it was those kind of guys were 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 really uh, instrumental in making the series what it was, and um, and that was was great. So I think really happy moments, happy moments. Had uh, just hanging out with everybody. Really, um, I'm a social creature, and it was nice to be social with everybody. It was great. Thank you. It's it's a wonderful trip down memory lane, and you know I've done many many different things since I actually got out of the business altogether. About three years after British ended, I I took a teaching job and went into education for uh, for seventeen years. I, I was out of the business, and um, uh, and now I'm back doing stage work, theatre work, um, and it's uh, it, it's lovely looking back at uh, at those years. We had a reunion, as I'm sure you know. Um, I think three or four years ago now we had a, uh, a reunion and we uh, we did an uh, in person at Ringwood Leisure Centre, which was lovely to see everybody, and um, and we had another one uh, which we did online quite recently, and uh, uh, it, it was great that the people included that was uh, Andre Bernard, who was in the first series of British and then unable to do any more, which is a great shame because she's a She's a very talented actor, um, and she, of course, people will know from Only Fools and Horses and uh, uh, and uh, Hollyoaks and, and things like that. Um, so it's lovely to see her again, as well as everybody else. And then, and then uh, John Carrigan, who who I don't think ever had a line in the piece, but played Patrick and was in, was in, in loads of episodes without ever actually having a speaking role. Um, and uh, he was on those reunions as well. It's lovely to see him. So so it was it was. Uh, uh, it's great to catch up with everybody and it's great to have this opportunity to, to look back at what was really a very, very special time for all of us. <laughs>